that's another thing with manifestations. The when and the how is none of our business. We just need to know what we want and why we want it. Everything else is out of our hands. And the more that you try to control and the more that you try to, yes, control those outcomes yourself, the farther that you're pushing them away versus bringing them back in. Welcome to the Woke and Worthy Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Kwasny, intuitive business coach and spiritual junkie. Woke and Worthy is an experience to help you remember who the fuck you are before who you were taught to be. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset, business, money, and manifestation. From the meltdowns to the mountaintops, we don't spare any details on the roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. My goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. It's time to awaken your soul to the gifts within you so you can reclaim what is already yours. Here, we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. If you're ready for your weekly dose of the woo and the wealth, let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Woke and Worthy. Now today, today my babes, is a day that you are not going to want to miss because we are talking all about manifestation. But, there's a big but here, and this is what you've been waiting for. I'm not going to teach you how to manifest because you already know. You see everybody talking about manifestation, who's who out there, how they manifested their dream life, a dream vacation, uh multi five figure month a sold out launch all this kind of stuff you're like yeah okay that's great i'm doing all of the same things but it's not working for me and that my loves is what we are diving into today the common mistakes the three common mistakes that i see that are being made or insinuated or assumed about manifestation so that you no longer do them you're not found guilty and so that you can actually now start feeling and not even feeling but seeing your manifestations come to fruition because right now you're probably thinking yeah Jess but I'm doing all the things already I'm visualizing I'm doing affirmations I'm setting the intention I'm practicing gratitude and I'm blah 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 whatever thing else you're like it's just not working I'm gonna tell you why it's just not working. So the first one, like I kind of alluded to already that we've been told is that you just need to visualize, just visualize. And with visualization, I feel like there's a couple of different things that can fall under this same sort of surface level work of manifestation. And again, how many vision boards have you created for yourself? I know that's a really, really fun thing that we love to do and hey, don't get me wrong. I have vision boards as well to help inspire me. But how often do you feel like you come to the end of the year or it's you're heading into the next year, you're sitting down to do your vision board and you feel like you are putting the same things on your vision board over and over and over and over. And sure, maybe you'll have a couple quick wins of littler things, maybe manifesting a bag or a 5k month 
or maybe even a 10k month that felt like it was a fluke and you just sit at this looking at this board like ugh why do I feel like I'm ending up in the same place over and over and over again? And again, not discrediting your vision board. And I think that this is a great reminder, a reflection piece to spark the inspiration, to evoke the feelings that are behind that intention. But to be completely honest, Manifestation doesn't happen without action, okay? So you can pin shit onto a Pinterest board that says my dream life, or you can cut out things in a magazine over and over and over again, but if there is no action behind it, you are dead in the water, and so are your manifestations, and that's why they haven't been coming to life, okay? Now, with vision boards, again, not saying that I discredit it. I think it is great to have a reminder of what it is that you are working for to spark the emotion, the passion, the excitement for your work and everything that you're doing to get yourself there. But just pinning it on a vision board or like I was going to say the next thing, saying affirmations, that is not actually going to bring your manifestations to you, okay? Um, and especially with affirmations, one thing I actually kind of hate affirmations. I think the majority of people, the vast majority that are talking about affirmations are very much portraying it in the wrong way. And it's almost leading people to believe they have this almost false sense of belief in them. And at the end of the day, we don't stop and think like, hey, maybe it's not maybe it's not the affirmation. We always think, well, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? I'm showing up. I'm writing down my affirmations. I'm saying them. I'm doing my mirror work. I'm visualizing. I'm doing the meditations. I'm doing the journaling. Why is it not working? This is key in affirmations because if you do not believe what it is that you are saying, what it is that you are writing, even the slightest bit, if there's that slightest bit of hesitation, you've already canceled out, null and voided your affirmation, okay? So if you're trying to say to yourself, my DMs are overflowing with people needing to work with me, or I'm having consistent 10K month, I am consistently selling out my offers and my launches with ease. And if that's immediately followed up with, bitch, you can't get anybody to sign up or to end up in your DMs even if you paid them to. You don't know how to talk about your programs. You haven't sold out a launch yet. Hell, you haven't even got half the people into the launch that you wanted. Our minds, our egos are always going to look for proof from our past, especially with our affirmations. So again, like I said, if you are saying affirmations and if there's even the slightest bit of hesitation or lack, or if your ego, your subconscious mind dis discredits that sentence right off the bat, it is never going to work. Which is why you feel like you were repeating the same things over and over again. You've wrote them out a million times, maybe not a million, a thousand times, and you're still not getting any closer to it. Okay, you need to believe the affirmation that you're writing down. So something that has helped me a lot, again, I don't do a ton with affirmations anymore just because it's not 
it's not something for me that I personally like. We definitely do different mantras, which again is, I guess, an affirmation or a power statement, especially out of EFT sessions that I do with my clients. But one thing that you can do that really, really helps is inserting that I am in the process of, I am moving towards, I am learning how to, okay? Um, and so with this as well too, it can be, I am in the process of selling out all of my one-to-one -one spots. I am in the process of cultivating a wait list of dream clients waiting to work with, with me. I am learning how to love and appreciate myself unconditionally. I am on my way to becoming financially free. Because that is a lot different between saying, I am financially free. Your ego's going, girl, you can hardly pay your bills every single month. Versus, I am on my way to being financially free. Notice that we're also not putting a deadline or a timeline on that. Because then, that can create this sense of stress, this sense of anxiety, this sense of overwhelm when you're getting closer and closer to that date. And you find yourself no closer to actually achieving that thing. And that's another thing with manifestations. The when and the how is none of our business. We just need to know what we want and why we want it. Everything else is out of our hands. And the more that you try to control and the more that you try to, yes, control those outcomes yourself, the farther that you're pushing them away versus bringing them back in, okay? So with this, this mistake number one, again, is just visualizing. Nah, we're not doing that. Yes, visualize, but you need to take that inspired action, those daily messy action steps every single day over and over and over again to allow your manifestation to come into fruition. And this is actually why in my Woken Worthy Signature Group program, Inspired action is a pivotal part of every single thing we do. Not lying. In every single module that we have or category, there's a module specifically called inspired action. You learn the things, you did the healing, you had the awareness. Now, how do you apply this to your day to day? Because that is the only thing that is going to matter is allowing yourself to take that action. And with just visualizing. So, okay, this is great. But with manifestation, with personal growth, with aligning with our higher self and calling in all the things that we want. It is not so much about who you are now in your current reality, in your current circumstances, but who you are coming along the way, okay? Manifestation is so much more about the embodiment. And that's why I said I didn't want to discredit the affirmations or the vision board, sorry, the vision board, because and this is what I, I, had, I had said already. What is the intention behind it? What is the feeling that it evokes within you? And so rather than just visualizing, when you are visualizing, when you're sitting there, when you're thinking about being able to work from anywhere in the world, when you're thinking about being able to take vacations, when you're thinking about being able to swipe your card for a luxury purchase or a nice to have, not a need to have, and not worrying about where that money's coming from, what does that feel like? How fucking freeing is that? How powerful do you feel in that moment? So when you look at your vision board, what are the emotions? What are the feelings that it evokes within you? And then that inspired action step for you to take is what can you do for yourself today 
to feel that way, okay? What are your three to five core desired emotions that that vision board is bringing towards you? What is it that you wanna feel every single day? Do you wanna feel free, peaceful, luxurious, calm, fierce, powerful, um, I was gonna say embodied, but no, we are embodying. Um, excited, playful, adventurous, all these different things. How can you bring that into your day? Those are the small steps that you need to start taking to literally collapse the timeline of your manifestations. And instead of just writing about them, I honestly fucking throw away the affirmations, throw away the gratitude, not saying not to be grateful, but how can you create an embodiment practice out of that? Rather than writing about it, I want you to feel it. Rather, and even with gratitude as well, as well too, I think so often we get into having a routine versus a ritual that we are just doing things to check them off a list to say that we did that, did it, and the intention behind it is not there. Do everything with intention. That's what brings everything towards the forefront of your consciousness. Okay, so that was mistake number one. Mistake number two is going after someone else's desire. Okay, and I think one of the main reasons why this is so, so prevalent, especially in today's day and age, is because we are bombarded on social media with everybody's highlight reels. The trips they're taking, the places they're going to, the luxury goods that they have, the highs that they're hitting in their business. And it's always those constant dopamine hits that we go on to get that on social media. The only problem is with those dopamine hits, lots of there are lots of underlying fears and underlying limiting beliefs that come up and while we can be excited for that person and what they're doing lots of times that excitement is also followed by comparison by shame by guilt by counting ourselves out and thinking that we can't have things so I want you after this or even right now pause this right now and I want you to sit with yourself and ask yourself what is it that you really want if you could have anything in the world regardless of what it was what is it that you would want not what we're told to want not what we think we should want not the things we think we need to say oh yeah well if I have a successful business I want to have 5k months 10k months I want to be a multi multi six figure and yeah seven figure there's so many people doing that I'm gonna go for that too no 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 what is it that you truly want okay and the reason why I place so much emphasis on this because like I said we can be conditioned especially as online entrepreneurs conditioned into believing what it is that we want and I think this is really especially the case in terms in terms of in terms of income wow Sorry, apparently couldn't spit that out. Um, and where this kind of really came to the forefront and I kind of had that light bulb moment for myself was, yeah, I got caught up in that whole trap as well too, thinking that, oh my gosh, I have to have six figures. I'm going to hit six figures. I got to do multi six figures. And then I want to do on to seven figures. And I can't have my dream life and everything that I want without hitting seven figures. And it just puts 
so much stress, so much pressure, so much overwhelm to think, holy fuck, how am I ever going to get there? I'm not. So what's the point of even doing this? And again, like I said, what happened with this light bulb moment is where I did an exercise for myself from, I believe it was listening to one of Chris Harder's podcasts to see what would my dream life actually cost me? Literally everything that I wanted. So in here I put, you best believe your girl put her G-Wagon in there because hi, that is a non-negotiable. So I put my G-Wagon in there. I did. I want it. I'm going to feel like I know exactly what I'm going to feel like when I drive it. I'm going to feel powerful. I'm going to feel like a badass motherfucking boss. Okay, enough said. I put in living in Maui for one to two months of the year. I put in going on two to three other vacations in the year. Not sure where. I put in uh, going for a spa treatment or seeing a shaman, a healing ceremony every single week as a me time. So again, yeah, these are all nice to have freaking things. And why I did this is because then after I labeled down all of the things that I want, that I'd be like, yeah. This is me living my dream life, my best life. Then I started to think realistically, okay, how much money is this going to cost? Wrote that all down. Then at the end of it, obviously added in what I had to pay, what would be taken off for taxes and my living expenses for the year, how much that would be. And then I actually got to see what it would cost to live my dream life. And it is way freaking less than I thought that it would. Okay, sorry, that was a really, really long tangent. That was just an exercise that you can take to see what it would actually cost for you to live your dream life. And I bet that like me, it is way closer for you than you think that it is. And this is why this ties back into the mistake of somebody else's desire. Because if you are chasing after somebody else's dream, if you are setting these goals, these milestones for yourself that you don't actually need, That's when we feel like we have such a long road ahead of us and how it can feel really defeating and disheartening. And this can also be the same reason why maybe you have been fucking crushing it. Maybe you were one of the people who started out your business and you were able to leave your nine to five in a few months. You were fully booked out. You had consistent, like really, really high cash months right off the get-go. But the problem is, Every single time that you checked that off your list, you're like, yep, that's done. Yep, that's done. Yep, that's done. There is almost a sense of anxiety and a lack of fulfillment. And as soon as you cross that off your list, you're like, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? And you never actually enjoyed the moment. Or when you got to that said moment, why it didn't feel as incredible or as exciting or exhilarating as you thought that it would be and you almost felt empty when you hit that milestone and I'm not saying that to discredit all the incredible accomplishments that you've had but maybe that wasn't actually what you desired could also be you undervaluing yourself and not celebrating yourself so that's a whole nother thing stop take a minute celebrate all of the wins in your is in your business, big, small, doesn't matter. Celebrate them. So with this, again, and a common mistake with manifesting is it's somebody else's desire. It's not actually yours. And if it's not yours, if it's not coming from 
what you truly desire at your core from your heart center, something that fully lights you up. Like when you think about it, you have, it fully consumes your body. You can feel every cell in your body start to tingle. You have this like wide shit eating grin on your face. That's how excited you should be about what it is that you desire. And if you don't have that, then it's likely not for you. So with this one, I want you again, I had mentioned this earlier, but what is it that you want? Okay, so sure, if you want, if you want to live a bomb ass, bougie fucking life, five star resorts, first class flight, Chanel bags, designer goods, whatever, you do you. I want that for you. Totally, unconditionally, I do. But if you would be happier to sell off your house, buy a really cool camper van, or they're not fifth wheels, motorhomes, yeah, motorhome, travel around the world, live a nomad life, then do that. But those two perspectives and the cost of those are going to be vastly different. So I want you to chase after what is meant, what is on your heart to chase. Because our manifestations need to be fueled by a strong desire. Like I said, if you don't get, and this is thanks to my client Kels from Mystical and Fabulous, if you don't have a full body fuck yes for everything that you do in your life, that is why your manifestations feel like they are never coming, feel like you're overwhelming, like they're overwhelming, like they're so far away, and feel like maybe you're even questioning if they're not not meant for you to have. Anything that is fueled by a strong desire is already yours. It was yours before you could even think it. Okay, so make sure that what do you want and why do you want it? Again, the when and how is none of your business. When you can focus on the what and the why, everything will be delivered to you in divine timing. Okay, and that perfectly segues me to common mistakes about manifesting number three. So our last one. And this one right here is plain and simply that lack blocks it. Okay, so like I had said, what do we want and why do we want it? The when it happens and how it happens is none of our business, but we can become so focused on needing to know And placing, and I talked about this with the visualizing as well too, and the affirmations of putting timelines in. The timelines are not our responsibility. And in order to collapse those timelines, it is definitely about the embodiment, about acting as if, about knowing and anchoring in that you are worthy of every single thing that you want in this life, just from the fact that you were born and you are you, okay? But with lack, and this is one thing why I personally don't do affirmations or I don't journal about um, number of money, the yeah, the number of income or specific income goals. Sorry, there we go. Apparently, you need a coffee before I do these, or setting out the intention of I want to have X amount of people in my launch and all this kind of stuff. Because for me personally, maybe you've been experiencing this as well too. But when we can focus on numbers 
when we focus on numbers, when we focus on outcomes, when we focus on things needing to happen and thinking, oh my gosh, I've been doing all the work. I've been showing up. I'm taking messy inspired action. I'm doing exactly what Jess told me to do, but it's still not working. Focusing on what you want doesn't make it happen any sooner. And in fact, the only thing that that does is pushes it away because by you reaffirming like, hey, where is this? Hey, where is this? Hey, oh my gosh, it's been two months. It's still not here. Oh my gosh. Oh, where is this? You are just reaffirming to yourself that what you want, you don't have. And so what you are going to subconsciously attract to yourself are events and circumstances and opportunities that are just reaffirming that over and over and over and over and over again. So you're like, well then what the, what the hell do I do now? Where do we go from there? And this is one of the hardest parts. I would actually probably argue to say this is the hardest part of manifestation, but it's starting to practice healthy detachment. Okay. And it's like I said, when and how is none of our business and we need to detach from when or how it's going to happen. And it's again, just trusting and knowing that what it is that you desire when you have a strong desire that it's what you truly want, not what somebody else wants. And you can let go and detach from the outcomes and know that it is meant to come to you when it, it is. <laughs> That's funny. In divine timing. That is the only trust. That is the only North Star. That is the only guiding principle that you need to follow. Because again, with manifestation, it's about who you become along the way. And when you can embody, when you can use all these other little tools, when you can act as if without worrying when things are going to happen, that's when you start to collapse the time timelines of your manifestations and you bring them to you that much quicker. So quick, quick, quick recap here. First common mistake about manifesting is just visualize. Okay. So behind that visualization, we need that inspired action. We need you to embody the emotions and the experiences that you want to feel as if they've already happened to you. And that is when you get to call that reality into your current existence. Step number two is making sure that it is what you truly, truly want. Your manifestations need to be fueled by a strong desire. So again, if you are not getting that full body fuck yes, then that is basically a fuck no. Go back to the drawing board, allow it to, you want that feeling when you think about that, when you visualize whatever it is for yourself, quitting your nine to five, retiring your spouse, moving somewhere else, building a new place, buying a new house, hitting X amount of months in your business. You want that that feeling, the emotion that it evokes to take over your whole body. That's when you know that it's fueled by a strong desire. And then very lastly is that lack blocks it. Okay. So practicing a healthy detachment, trusting and knowing that everything that you want is already yours. The moment that you decide that it is, that's all you need to do. Plain and simple period. Okay. So I hope now with all of these incredible juicy details, I know that you are about to be motherfucking manifesting queens. I would love if you could take a screenshot of this, put it on your Instagram stories, tag me and let me know which is the manifestation mistake 
that you are overcoming and that you are working through. So, so excited to see all of those and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Woke and Worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with. And don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at I am Jess Kwasney. We'll see you back here next week.